If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oh, it's nice. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. To begin an hour by saying that um, my credential request has been approved. So is... So of all of ours here at uh, Warchant.com, Tom, yeah, good news indeed for the All-State Louisiana kickoff. Just got that in the mail today. Mine did not get approved. Well, you're not going to be in. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. We'll make our way back. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun. Wouldn't it be great if they were able to win that game? I'm not a fan of this of the Superdome, per se. Never been. I guess that streak will continue. But uh, I hear it's... Well, you're going to be in New Orleans. Yeah, no, to uh, the Superdome. Well, you can yeah. come see it. You can come see it. But, you know. <laughs> it's just a, it's a, what, sterile building from the outside? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's not much of a stadium. I've had some great moments uh, in, in times in New Orleans and in the Superdome. Uh, but it's just a... I, can you guys tell me, uh, for those of you that go to Saints games, is it still the guy? Is he still the uh, PA announcer with that annoying voice? He's been there. For, he was there forever and ever and ever. And I, I used to hear him. Um, it drove me nuts every every time I because we went to the Superdome every damn year for a stretch there. It seemed like, um, and it was just I would go in there. I'd be like, oh, this guy again. He's the worst. Why does he have like a he's got scratchy a, voice? He's or? got a nasally crappy voice. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a good voice. Hair down, Saints. It was bad. It was bad. It was troublesome. Uh, I don't know why. I just directly associated to it. I hated it. Uh, and I don't know if he's still doing it, but I remember many years later watching a game, an NFL game, and I heard it come through the TV. I was like, that's that son of a bitch. That's him. <laughs> it's third. <laughs> it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't quite like that, but it, it, it was annoying. Uh, it was <laughs> so if you guys know that, let me know if he's still there. I don't know. He might be a legend there locally. Maybe they love him. An acquired taste. Who knows? We're hearing there's no cash in the Superdome. I'm going to be in the press box. I won't be able to live it up uh, in the Superdome the way that um, the way that I once did. You had any family going? Any friends? Yeah, lots of friends. Lots of friends. So your dad's not making the trip? 
I don't think so. I don't think he wants to do that one, um, which stinks. I, w- I would have loved to. Uh, had a good time with my dad in New Orleans many times, uh, many a Florida State victory, big bowl games, but I don't think he's going this year. We've, he's coming back from some Alaskan adventure. We've got to find on Friday night a restaurant with outstanding music and, and the best of their food. Like it's, the, it's the, locals, the locals kind of place. Yeah, it's not hard to do, buddy. All right. And I've got two people that I trust implicitly on that front that have been there and lived there for over 15 years now, and they'll be like, okay, I got you. Because they know they know how we want to get down. It's They're going to the be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, music, music is very, key. very important. I want to hear that music yeah. of the uh, the bayou. You want Zydeco. You want to hear it all. Yeah, you yes, wanna, sir. You want to do it up. Um, yeah, we will. We will. It'll be, a, it'll be a good time, and I look forward to it. I get more nervous every day we talk about it. I just... It is vital that they get a win either in that game. I really would like them to win that game, uh, or the or the Louisville game. You, See, you, it, you it's starting to change, right? Well, you just can't lose both. You just can't, and I can't imagine the pressure that will be on them if they lose that LSU game going into the Louisville game, because the whole world knows your season is on the line. If you lose the LSU game, go into Louisville. If you start one and two, whatever hopes you had in procuring interest and or commitments from recruits that are undecided, it's gone. And it's gone. I mean, just like that at one and two, you're done. You're done. They check out. They move on. Even if you want to say, well, that's unfair. What if Florida State rattled off five straight? Well, what if? Great. They're, it's done with the way the recruiting cycle works now and when kids are making decisions I'm just telling you I they cannot start you know this they just can't start poorly well the month of September has been the bane of our existence Ugh. since 2017 I mean you know 16 we won the opener against Ole Miss in Orlando uh, yeah and that was after a wretched first half on a Labor Day oh, night we were getting blown out yeah yeah Demarcus Walker show, DeAndre Francois show, and it worked out. Since then, the month has been horrible. And unfortunately, Duquesne's on the 27th of this month. So that doesn't count. So September will start with LSU and Louisville. And if you win the LSU game, to me, it's just I feel like that one matters more because of what it can do for recruiting. You think it's a catapult to yes, bigger and better things? Kids well, are playing. The kids are playing the, the night we're playing Louisville. It's a Friday night game. So if you want the max impact in the homes of kids that are impressionable, you want the Sunday night game. They've got the next day off from school. It's against an SEC power. Not this year, but branding-wise, it's an SEC power. You can pitch that. You can make that work, and it parlays into a bye week. I mean, it's all right there. I just... Man, I, I want this for them for a lot of reasons. We have not been able to get out of our own way. It's been one succession of either mistakes and or circumstance. Uh, it doesn't really matter anymore. A lot of circumstance. There is a lot of circumstance there, but it just doesn't matter anymore. At some point, you, you've got to see a step being taken forward, and I think everybody gets that. Like I can be empathetic with how we've arrived at this place, but it doesn't matter. At some point, you've got to kick down the door. And that's what this year is. Look, man, a transition year and a COVID year ain't good to start your career. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter now. You've got, you've got to have a winning season, period. And I think you've got to win one of those two games. Or else I'm, you're really up against it. You're really looking, you're staring down the barrel of another 
mediocre to poor season if you start one and two, period. Right, because you, you, you remove all wiggle room. You've got uh, Clemson, Miami on the road, Florida at the end of the year. You get eh, well. You come back to Boston on the road at NC State, Boston College, and Wake. Right, so you could be three and two if all the things go right at that point. But then it's NC State and Clemson back to back. I mean, geez, that's what so, I mean. So you're looking you at you see how quickly and easy it is yeah. to recognize the dire straits you're going to find yourself in if you start one and two. Because then they, you're three they, and they four going into the bye for Georgia Tech. So yeah. then you're four and four, and who cares about Georgia Tech? Now you're in November and you're four and four. And you have to go undefeated. Right. No, man. No, you can. I think it's suffice to say they cannot start start one and two and expect to have a successful season. They can't. Now that's not, you know, some people look at that and they be like, well, that's golly, you're bringing me down. Well, no, there's no law that says they have to start one and two. Go win a damn football game. So uh, it's not like I'm saying they're going to start one and two, but I'm just telling you the reality is if they do, they're effed. Time was you didn't have to tell Florida State to go win a football game. They just did a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and and it's not even – for me, like, we've lost enough these last five years that I am very pragmatic about the building blocks it takes to get to where you want to go, the process that is that we're involved in, the time it takes. I can adjust that to that. I have. And that's fine, but now I know that if they go one and two here – it is protracted. It's going to it's going to continue perhaps for another three years. And I don't know that I have that kind of patience because that's an eight year rebuild total. I mean, come on now, we're starting to enter into Nebraska territory at that point. Yeah, if you want to get pessimistic and cynical, the, the reason I would be pessimistic and cynical is because I think this fan base has done a really good job this off season of not being unrealistic. Like they're asking for eight wins. Yeah, and, and I think in some instances, depending upon who the seven are against, they'd be they wouldn't jump off the the ship at seven if it no. looks like there's market improvement. But they want eight. They want eight. They're not asking for ten. They're not asking for the glory days of twenty nine straight. They've been reasonable, <laughs> and I feel like the reward for being reasonable as a pessimist would be uh, you don't even get that. No, and I understand your expectations have come down. You're asking for market improvement, not overnight success. You're just looking for incremental improvements, and you'll buy in long term, but you won't get it because you're being reasonable. Yeah, by the way, so, uh, damn it, I did it again. There's my crutch. I don't know how it snuck back in to the lexicon, but the phrase, by the way, did. That's because you're focusing on projecting your voice. Well, I'm trying to survive the week, Uh, and I feel fine. I'm just losing my voice every second we're on the air. Now, my, ha- my right ear doesn't work. All the shouting you're doing in practice. But <laughs> come on, Mike! I, I'm not shouting at practice. Mike, get over here. <laughs> I don't want to start over. I just don't want to start over. That's what I. I I'll be in the fetal position. If we go one and two, I'll be just like, oh, man, we're starting over again. I got to do this again. We'll drop the mic down to you as you're in the fetal uh, position. Hello, everybody. I'm in the fetal position here on a Monday. We're starting over. It's just... Also, they've put in the work. You know, if they didn't... Yeah, you want it for them. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, they've put in the work. You know, that's the thing. We've had teams that were not imminently likable. And I hate when that happens, because then I have to come on here 
and and I almost sound like I'm anti. And I, you know, it's just that they didn't do anything to endear themselves for me. And it, well, listen, in football, I just got done a diatribe at the end of last hour. In football, it is such a tough sport to play. It is so hard to practice this game. So, you know, you at least have to do yourself the service of working hard and preparing. And if you're not willing to do that, well, then you can't come by any success. And I can't like you. I can't root for you. I can't be part of that. I don't, I don't care about you at that point. It's like it's a poorly written character in a movie. You're like, well, well what, I care what happens to this ass. ass I mean, excuse me, that was close. That was close. Caught myself. Caught yeah. myself. But, yeah. you know, that's what you do. You say, well, what do I care about this guy? And that is kind of where we can – sometimes we've had teams like that. How's that Robitussin treating you? <laughs> sometimes we have character teams – we've had teams like that where we go, what do I care about this guy or this team? But that's not this one. That's not this one at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No. Agree. Yeah, they're they're easy to root for. And when you also see guys buy in, that means that there's humility to begin with. There's something wrong with me. I need to get better. You know, and, and you appreciate that because mm-hmm. that takes trust. And these guys have been burned, the veterans especially. I mean, Akeem Dent is somebody I keep coming back to. How many times was that kid failed? Did he fail us on his own? Did he make some choices for number one? I believe he did. But was he largely failed? Bigger piece of the pie? Con- consistent coaching changes? Poor coaching and development? That's the larger piece of the pie yeah. than some of the decisions he made. And yet he chose at 0-4 after being failed for the better part of five years. At 0-4 last year to get better, to get tightened yeah, up defensively, and to be one of the strengths of our defense. Well, yeah, I understand they put him in a different position to succeed, yeah. mm-hmm. but I mean, how many times has he done that? How many times has he been moved back and forth and back and forth? I mean, that's terrible. Detrimental to his career and his potential growth and potential payday down the line. He was a high enough blue chipper. He was expecting to get paid coming out of high school. And you still have the fortitude to say, all right, even though I've been wronged all these other times, I'm going to believe once more, and then for it to pay off, if it can this year. That would be an amazing story, and a deserved one. Oh, there'd be a lot of amazing stories if this thing gets turned around. Uh, guys who, who were unwavering or were on the cusp of not believing but then bought in and took a leap of faith. Guys whose abilities improve through really hard work. I mean, you got a lot of storylines that'll be easy to write and talk about on a daily basis if this thing gets turned around. One of those is the head coach. You know, one of those is the head coach. I mean, he doesn't need me to do his bidding for him. I'm just saying that would be a storyline. I mean, I, that's that guy. Because I, I, I remember the look on his face after that Jacksonville State game. Yeah. But it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't the same as Willie's look against Virginia Tech. Yes, that's because, important. Well, it is important. One guy was fooled by what he thought he had. Another guy realized he had just taken a step back that is hard to recover from. He knew that in that moment, no matter if he thought they were doing the right things, he treated that game like a scrimmage, and he got burned. And you can't. You, there's nothing you can say. In that moment, there's nothing you can say. You have to wear it. He owned it. But that's all you can do. And it wasn't the end, though. They lost two more games. That's the other thing. Like, you know, if you, if you want to say that that loss was now you're down 0-2 in the count, then what's the next two weeks? <laughs> like, barely nubbing a foul ball, mm-hmm. drops out of the catcher's mitt. You're like, all right. All right. He could have caught that one. <laughs> Glad he has terrible hands. Let's stay in this at bat. Oh, We're still alive. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. My, my chair was to train me as the cult started. Can't have all this. Welcome back, Jeff Cambridge, 933 Real Talk Radio War Chant t- TV. Uh, <clears throat> I was about to cough, so that's why you got the t- t- TV. I sounded like Mel Tillis. Um, <laughs> what was wrong with the chair? Was it sinking? Yeah, it was just starting to sink down. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> I don't think I can tell this story. There was a guy way back when uh, that was friends with my brother. His name, I think his name was Chris Ford. And uh, Oh, no. No, he was he, well. Bless his heart, he, he passed away many years ago. But he um, he had a severe stutter, and uh, he had the greatest sense of humor about it. He just he would make fun of himself, and he would make me laugh harder at him making fun of himself than the actual stutter. Because I'm not a jerk; I wasn't going to laugh at him while he was stuttering. But he would point it out over and over again, and he would make hilarious jokes about it. My dad does that as well with his uh, – because he's got dentures. He's in his el- elder age. Yeah. And, like, sometimes he'll get tongue-tied because of the, the denture. Mm. And then he'll go, hubba bubba, da, 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 da. <laughs> Get it together, Thomas. Yeah. Make <laughs> fun of himself. Right? It'll snap you out of yeah. it. It'll, it'll light the room on fire. Yeah, you're trying not to laugh because you kind of want to. And at the same time, you know, that's rude. But then he makes fun of himself, so you're like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Or he'll get mad and go, damn it, spit it out. <laughs> Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, I'll answer uh, some more of these, which I skipped over. But I, I would I would just tell you, I, I, I don't think, here is something that I haven't addressed, and somebody brought it up about officiating here in the chat. I, you wanted a positive today, Tom? Greedy Vance, twice, mm. covered somebody yep. without committing pass interference. Why is that notable? <laughs> Twice. And really good coverage. All right, Greedy. It can be done. You don't have to grab. Jerion hasn't been bad in, in camp either. Mm-mm. Interesting. Interesting developments here. So my observation about the defense is less to do with whether or not so somebody, you know, was like, there's no way we're better on defense than we were last year when we had Kara Thomas and Jermaine Johnson. Right. You can't lose those caliber of players, and including, I mean, Jermaine's the first rounder. So there you go. But you are better at linebacker than you were last year because of Tatum Bethune, who always has a good day. Every day. All it right. Is. You can how set about, a watch by it. How about this? Because I don't think he'd get mad about this at all. Pick two players that are good every day. Two players yeah, that are yeah. that are good every single day. Day. Snake draft. You want the first pick or the second pick? I want the first pick. Go ahead. Trey Benson. Okay. Uh, does Tatum Bethune count? Because we yeah, you can take him too. Okay. Bethune, love it. Fabian, love it every day. That's correct. 
Yeah, I know. That is correct. <laughs> you nailed your second and third pick. Good every single day. Uh-oh. I got to give you a fourth. Uh-oh. Dylan Gibbons. Yep. Mm-hmm. Every single day. We can go another couple rounds here. So we're up to four. Yep. Could we have gotten to four players that were good every single day in practice last year? Ooh. I don't think so. Probably probably not. I I'd have to outsource could, that to Ira, though. He was at more in-season practices than I was, for sure. Yeah. but that. So we're up to four. Do you think we have five and six? I've got five. Okay, I know. Can I guess your five? Sure. Cooper. No, and That's yes. That's a good pick. Yeah. So Okay, so Tra- he'll be six. Who's your five? Trayshawn. That's correct. Every so, day. Every day. Every day. That's five and six. Okay. Can we get to seven, eight? Players that are good every single day. Probably not. I don't think we can. No, because the safeties weren't playing every day. And that was public knowledge. Mike said the safeties were coming along. I, I think if Jamie Robinson was out there every single day, you'd probably say yes to that. Or Akeem. I'm close with Bryson Estes. Like I'm this close to saying it every single day. He's been really good. I think Estes could fit in this conversation. I think he could. I don't. I have as not a depth se- piece. He's again. I have not, not seen him have yeah. a bad day. I have not seen him have a bad day yet. No, he hasn't always been. You're not looking at him going. He's a dominant player, but right. he hasn't had a bad day. Oh. He's been good. Like, he's hey, come a long that? way in a hurry. Yep. That Joker is strong. Silly strong. Yeah. You know, as close as uh, Farmer. I notice him a lot. Deloach is kind of close too. Oh man, no, I think that's. I think he is. I think he is close. I think. I think he. I haven't so, seen a bad day out of so him. So that would be seven and eight? Could be. Okay. So that is, you know, that is a really positive sign. If we're just trying to pick players that have been good every single day of practice, the fact that you and I can legitimately, I think, get to eight is a really good sign. I don't, we, I don't think we could have gotten to five and six last year. Who's the closest to the defensive ends? I think it's verse. It is verse. And he might be in that conversation, but I missed the first couple of days without pad, shoulder pads. Man, it's, you know, Verse, by the way, God, dog it, I did it again. Verse is um, fascinating. He, <laughs> he'll try a man's patience. I mean, I, I think he is going to be an irritant to opposing teams. Oh, God. Yep. He will be. I mean, over the top. For such a level-headed dude away is, from it. He's a yeah. smart guy, yeah. He's a guy that, um, I mean, look, he, he's a guy that, um, I, I guess, I mean, not only has he improved from spring to now, he's super strong. He's also not afraid. He'll tell you about it every rep. Uh you know, I, I just, he has a zeal for practice. I can't get mad at a guy. I would have hated repping him. We always had guys, and, and you guys out there that have played football, you know this guy. There's the guy in practice where you're like maybe working on a walkthrough or technique. Um, and this is one of those guys that's going to give it a little what for, even though the emphasis isn't on effort on that particular rep. But, if, but you know, you, you forget for a second and kind of half step, and he comes up under your chin. You're like, okay, man, okay. That's that guy. He's always going full bore. Now, from the outside, and, and as a coach, you would say, I need a couple guys like that. I need some guys like that. 
Um, as a player, when you're repping against that guy, you're like, all right, look, look here, Chief. We don't always have to go all out, especially when he's telling you, you know, we're walking through this particular play. Yeah, I think we've actually, this specific player, because Verse is so interesting, is is fit for, and I don't know if you want to do it here or next, but a solving for the future. Well, we can solve for the future here real shortly. Okay. I, I think talking about him specifically is an interesting thing because it can verse, go a lot of ways. Verse you're talking about? Yeah. Verse, specifically him, because his, his skill set, it's budding still, but it's something that everybody's interested in and is key to getting off the field on third down. I mean, like, I think there are other options, but he's the primary option. And I've seen all at once some things that have me a little concerned, but then also really hopeful that he could be an impact player on third and seven or third and 11. It's a pretty good way of describing it, Tom. I think you're accurate there. I, I, there are days where I'm like, mm, and then there are days where I go, oh, yeah, that's. He's going to mess some dudes up just with sheer athleticism and power. His right. energy never wanes, which I would never have expected. Before this camp started, that you would say that sentence. Right? Yeah, I didn't think I, I didn't think I'd be looking at power. He's a big built guy. He's a weightlifting guy. He's all this, but he 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 plays his power well. He utilizes that strength well. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's you're right. We'll do it. I'll throw in a couple of other things there for that solving for the future from our friends at ISF. We'll do it next. Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. All right, let's do this. Let's solve for the future with our partners from ISF. Appreciate ISF having come on board and partnered with us. It's been some time now, and it's been a good time. And uh, because of that, I've got an idea here. Uh, And I'll tell you more about what ISF does in a second. But I'm going to throw it to you guys in the chat, and you guys can respond here. Uh, Give me, if if you want to respond to this, we're going to solve for the future third and long. This is what we're doing here. We're solving for the future on third right. and long. This is our defense on the field. It's a good situation. We've done two good things, or they've had an overthrow and, and a botched snap. Third and long. Here we go. Here we go. Third and long. Obvious passing situation. We're solving for the future with our friends at ISF. Give me in the chat, you guys, who are the four rushing the passer? Who do you have on the field along the defensive line that are getting after the passer? And who is... Probably the most likely to succeed. So give me your four if you want. I know I know who my four are. I know uh, that we've kind of kicked this around a little bit. But now we're getting serious. The season's close. Pads are on. Time to get after it. I need the four guys on the field at third and long for Florida State. And then from there, we'll kind of... Well, we'll get your answers, and I'll I'll read some of them, the best ones that. And who do you think is the most likely to succeed in that? So that, we'll have some fun with this. As far as you and I go, we can talk about this as the chat uh, joins us and, and tells us what they think. Um, and and by the way, you can think uh, outside the box on this. I know that's an annoying phrase, but you you can think beyond just uh, Jared Verse and guys like that. You can. Uh, we've talked some about how are they going to present pressure. Uh, how are they, you know, what creative ways are they going to uh, create a pass rush this year without uh, Jermaine Johnson? It's an interesting one from Medavius Hall. Okay, I see it in the chat there, yeah. A couple of different names. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, Farmer Briggs versus Peyton. Okay. Davius, that's an interesting group. Here's why. Peyton's speed and his quickness has been consistent throughout camp. I was going to throw him out there as, as a candidate for uh, if you're not going by the chalk. Who else would be a candidate? And I know Farmer's in that list as well. And that's interesting, too, because he's quick. He's had a good but camp. 56, Patrick Payton has had his moments where on a thir- in a third and long, and it's, let's see if I get it right this time, pin your ears back situation because mm. I was, I was going to pin the tail on the donkey last time. He's been impressive. And I wouldn't be afraid to turn him loose because he is unafraid to take aggressive lines. And uh, that speed is, is something you can't teach. By the way, thanks, guys. You're chiming in. These are all good. We're trying to highlight these as we go along. Verse McClendon, Bethune, Peyton. I got Verse Briggs, Ray, Farmer. Uh, you've got Verse Briggs, McClendon, Lundy Briggs. Most Okay, kind of doubled down. But, well, with Briggs being the most dangerous. Yeah. That's interesting to me. I, I, I don't know that I list him as the most likely to succeed. Because uh, you slide him inside. It, only if he's... On a guard. Yes. At that point, okay, so, he might affect from within. So we're workshopping this thing, and it's kind of fun when you think about it. Uh, I would tell you, Tom, let's see, we got what? Briggs versus Jackson Payton. Third and long versus Payton on the ends. Briggs, Farmer in the middle. Man, a lot of people love Farmer in this discussion. Well, that's, yeah, Radavius again. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, I mean, people love them some Farmer. He's had a good camp. Man, he's quick. He's quick. Well, you're getting Coop out of there, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I get but why people... love it doesn't suck. Fabian's good. At shedding and getting in immediate pressures. I mean, he doesn't suck at that. He's got a variety of moves. The tape's already out there. I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. But Fabian is fast as can be. Yeah, all right. I'll give you mine. Verse for sure. I'm still going to say McClendon. I, I, I think I've seen... A couple of moves that on third and long, I feel good about. It was one where we were standing next to each other the other day. That and we was were like, ooh. Filthy. It was filthy. Then I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to slide Briggs inside and I could see the other being Farmer, yeah. I think you got to put Lovett in there, especially um, if it's third and passing, but it's not a mile. I think you, well, I think you right. love it there. Yeah, there's a very distinct Third and 15 and, and third and seven or eight. It's very, very different. Very different deal. Yeah, I think you're right. There's nuance to this. Yeah. Farmer's I, a good rotation piece. I think Peyton's a good rotation piece. But Verse, most certainly, Briggs inside. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? That's got to be a part of the equation. And then Peyton. Briggs uh, inside is big. It's man. important. But it's cool to have some options. And I like working shops, uh, workshopping things like this. This is kind of fun because it gets you talking about the guys' skill sets and how they vary and, and down and distance. And, and, you know, listen, I want to know how they're going to get something out of Amari Gaynor this year. He's had a pretty good camp. This is a pretty good opportunity as well on third down. So Amari yeah. Gaynor is somebody to consider. Yeah, and somebody went – they went next level there too, thinking third and long – Bethune could be in the group because you'd only have three down linemen, and so maybe Bethune could pick his spot. And when he wants to be sudden and get through a small area, yeah, he yeah, can yeah. do so. Well, so that's next level where it's, all right, let's only put three linemen on the field, let's get Bethune involved around the line of scrimmage, and then drop back with our coverage because we're really good in the secondary. So I could see that as well. Solving for the future, ISF. When you're facing a challenge or trying to figure out how to move forward in your agency 
organization, you're thinking about all the things that need to be addressed, overly complicated processes based on old rules, no clear direction on what you're doing, trying to do big picture, times have changed, and you have to change too. Outdated, hard-to-support technologies won't work. ISF does this for you. They work collaboratively with you and find the solutions that best fit your needs. Uh, and that's why we're happy to be partnered with our friends at ISF. How about third and five? <laughs> I'm keeping Fabian in for sure then. Mm-hmm. Is Cooper there? I'm probably. Five's a lot, though. You don't necessarily need Cooper there. Who do you trust that's not? Ray. Ray's had a good couple of days. Maybe by the end of the camp we'll readdress this. Because Malcolm was awesome in spring, but he's had a good couple of days. Yeah, he, he's been – yeah, he's another guy to be – But then who do you put on – okay, so you got to take probably McClendon off the field in third and five. I'm probably bigger at that point. Briggs you know, Warner is, or Briggs? Briggs. I'm putting Briggs out on the edge in Warner's third and five. been all right too. Yeah. Briggs is definitely out there. Okay, at, inverse. Inverse. Third and five. So uh, Cooper is negotiable at third and five. Third and four, Coop's in there for sure. Yep. See, it's, it's a big a, difference. It's a big difference. Those three it's feet. Fun, it's a fun exercise. It really is. It's a fun exercise. Uh, How about third and one? Oh, third and one. We're giant. Every big Let's body say you got we got. Five. You got five out there now on the line. Mm-hmm. So it's Coop, Love It, Briggs, Briggs, Warner, Warner. Yeah. And then maybe Verse. Maybe I don't know that I want Verse in there on third and one. I'm my biggest jokers. Mm-hmm. I'm just going sheer size, third and one. Yeah. You could even do the four we mentioned, not go five down lineman and put Lundy on the field with Bethune. Don't hate it. Lundy, Lundy, man, golly, he has put in some work this offseason. Uh, I feel like a lot of guys we're bringing up were saying they've had a good camp. Another one. I, Lundy hasn't been bad. Well, our defense has been good almost every day. I mean, the defense, uh, every day of practice is good. Now, that is the byproduct of this being an average offense, I think, early in camp. But all offenses, including elite-level offenses, struggle when we first put on the pads and first get out there in camp. That's the way it works. So it's not a damning thing to say about this offense that the defense has led the way every practice. First of all, I think the defense is pretty good. Period. Full stop. I think the defense is pretty good. And then I think that you know, offenses always struggle early in camp. So that combination is going to lead to you know most of the days being dominated, save for a drive here or there like we saw with Tate Rodemaker yesterday. Um, most of the time the defense is going to carry the day. Verse is going to make a play or two at minimum this year where you go, oh, my God, he's that fast? Verse is going to score a touchdown on a freak play. I, I, oh, you no, think so? Oh, okay. I, I believe it. He's going he's gonna to be sudden on somebody, and they're going to they're gonna be startled. Either a quarterback is going to do something dumb, and he's going to tip it to himself. Uh, a running back is going is, is, is to be caught off guard. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, they've yeah, schemed yeah. something up. And and this backside swing pass to a running back is wide open because they've they've got what they want they got the look they want and there's nobody there right and then hawking him down yeah. is five and it changes the drive it five. reduces seven points to three or gets them off the field and they punt and you go oh my god violent hands man he's a violent guy and I mean that positively I mean he's a very violent guy he's he's to your chest plate. He's under your neck. They have to talk to him about it a lot. He's quick with his hands. He plays strong. I worry about him at the point of attack. But that's okay. 
I mean, if he's rushing the pass, but he's strong works. enough, though. He's yeah. not one of those guys that can but just I don't get think moved. Over the, uh, yeah, but I don't think over the course of a long game that you, you, you're going to be able to stand up. Probably not, but it's a good thing that there is depth, and we have all these options that we're talking about Correct. at third and different distances. Correct. Uh, ISF, you can certainly uh, check them out online, isf.com, and, and read more about what they do, but appreciate their partnership here on the Jeff Cameron Show. In fact, I'll answer a couple questions more before we wrap it up, and this time I will do probables. We can't not do probables, damn it. 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Is that a separate channel? It's old school. I believe, I believe the board is in uh, one half of the channel. That would be. <laughs> oh, man. Did you see the kid take the picture with the uh, Pirates owner, Robert Nutting, while wearing a shirt that said sell the team? He's a hero in Pittsburgh, buddy. We're loving that kid. Loving that kid. I'm not going to answer the uh, the four wide receiver question, but because it's a great question, we'll use it next week. <laughs> and frankly, the, we don't know. Yeah, the amount of time between now and then, you get a lot of new information. A lot After of new the information. Scrimmage, scrimmage, and yeah. You would agree with me. They are they they are desirous as they should be of uh, getting Deuce Span up to speed. Yeah, yeah, that's been a consistent trend. Um, he's had a nice day. I know a lot of um, people who cover Florida State, including us, right here at WarChant.com, where you can get a year membership for... It's a buck! <laughs> it's a buck! What are you doing? All remarked on, on Deuce having a good day earlier this week, but it's not just him on his own. They are investing time because they see a lot of potential. And who wouldn't see a lot of potential in that skill set? I mean, if he can figure it out... That is an automatic game-changing type of player. He only has to be on the field for half the snaps, and you'd say, "All right, he's gonna he's gonna produce." Yeah, man, I um, I love the way that there there's a variety of ways. I I can't get into it. You're right. There's just a variety of ways they're trying to to get Span to to, to participate into. I don't mean participate's the wrong word. Uh, to contribute, to be a factor, um, and that's good. I mean, there's no secret. I mean, you know. It, him back there on kick returns, you, it's a natural fit. Yeah, and they've talked about that on the record. Yeah, that's been yeah. on the record. That's why. I, but there, there are things you can do um, to, to to get while he's learning. Because remember, he's a former quarterback. So that people who don't know, this is a quarterback making the transition to receiver, and it that takes time. It's not an easy thing to do. Some people can never do it. But he's such a great athlete. I understand why uh, they want him to do it and why. Even at Illinois, they were trying to get him to do it. And so he is clearly bought in to being a receiver, and he's working really hard. I'll just say that. He's working really hard. And he's better than he was in the spring. You don't really see many guys show their butts, you know what I mean, in terms of just shutting down on coaches or, or teammates. When you say he's working really hard, yeah, I immediately went through all of practice that I've seen so far. Nobody's really taking plays off, and that's not always the case in practice. You hear about it at, at the pro level – if they give access to the media at the collegiate level, that some guys are just, you know, they'll check in, check out, right. and they'll know when to turn it on, but they're not they're not invested. I'd say 99%, maybe, I mean, maybe the whole roster. You don't roster. really have that problem in practice where you're seeing guys get shouted down for not trying. That's just, that's over and done with. Yeah, it's one of the things that I have brought up more than once on the show in the last uh couple weeks it's just it's such a breath of fresh air to go out there and know that they may have a good practice they may have a bad practice but it's not going to be from a lack of effort so uh you know that that's that's those days are over and again that's 
he once said it himself. Minor Rebel's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to try hard. That's the bare minimum of what we can do. He's right, but it wasn't always the case. And I hear the Kool-Aid being served when I say something like that. But, but also, let me say one more thing that's positive. The fact that they were able to hit the ground running last week. Because of all the 90% of the roster having been there in spring. Yeah. When you have a eh kind of practice today, you know, not a great one. It's still you're so far ahead of the curve than you normally would be when you're trying to integrate and teach new players. Yeah. Like everybody's up to speed. How about the catch Darrell Powers made today? Oh, that was a nice one. True freshman tied in along the ground. Big kid, man, gets down there, shows uh, how nimble and and uh, the dexterity necessary to make that catch. That was impressive. I was uh, okay. There you go, young man. I'm sure his head's swimming right now. He's trying to learn everything they're doing, and he wasn't here in the spring. But you look at that body type, you see him make an athletic catch like that, you get excited. I've also got some hope for Brian Courtney. He's put in some work this offseason. He's still a true freshman, a converted quarterback again, another player who's mm-hmm. playing a different mm-hmm. position. But he's all at 230 now. Yeah, and he's more athletic than the other tight ends. He's just he's got to get bigger. A little bit, though. It's not yeah, It's not I, I 30 would, pounds. Yeah, He's no, already in the is, 230s. It's 15? Uh, probably 15 to 20 pounds, yeah. But, hey, listen, he catches the ball. He's athletic. Off to a good start. He is. Time for probables. Let's cue it up. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Exciting win for the Buccos last night. 8-7 in extra innings on a Brian Reynolds walk-off home run. They trail currently in the 7-3-1 to of the Brewers. Brandon Woodruff will do that to you. He started for the Brewers. Zach Thompson pitched for the Pirates. He's not any good, so it's a miracle that game's close. In the sixth, it's the Cubs three, Cardinals nothing. Marcus Strowin and Miles Mikolas. Yes. That hurt my voice. Dodgers, Giants, Clayton Kershaw, Jacob Junis. We got the A's and the Angels, Paul Blackburn and Jansen Junk. <laughs> Rockies, Padres, Kyle Freeland, Joe Musgrove. He of the 8 and 4 with a 265 Musgrove family. Good Christ. Nats, Phillies, Paolo Espino, Noah Syndergaard. Strohs, Guardians, Justin Verlander, Zach Plezak, Rays, Tigers, Jeffrey Springs, Drew Hutchinson. Braves, Mets. Ooh, that's a good one. Kyle Wright, Carlos Carrasco. This is, hey, we can get this one tonight with cookie throwing. That's a good sign. Five games in four days. It's a big one. Fun to watch. Blue Jays twins, Alec Manoa, who I love. Love me some Alec Manoa. Big old hoss. Wants the ball. Is mean. Sonny Gray throws for the twins. Game two, Cubs Cardinals, Sean Newcomb, Jose Quintana, the newly acquired Jose Quintana for the Cardinals. Sean Newcomb's been around a minute, right? Yes, yeah. That's an older name. He's got an 11.570 RA this year. Not getting anybody out. White Sox Rangers, Johnny Cueto, there's the name. Cole Reagan's making his first start. Cole Reagan's a member of the club. Cheats at golf. Cole Reagan's? I had to play with effing Cole Reagan's today. What'd he shoot? 71. <laughs> Miraculously got from behind a tree. I thought he was in jail, but there was an opening when he found his ball. Sure, Cole. Sure. Always is. Red Sox, Royals, Nick Pavetta, Chris Bubik, and that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. Well, look at that. Came to rest right here with this little opening. Can you believe it? Man, that is a name, too. Like oh. that That's unmistakably. Yeah. He's your yeah. number one or number two uh, at 
your rival in mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. and you're like, ugh, that kid's going to shoot 37. I'm not sure how, but he always does. Because he's going to find the opening That's when he right. finds yeah. his ball. Yeah, you're like, oh, really? He got lucky again there, Cole, did you? Isn't that three provisionals today, Cole? Yeah, spraying it all off the tee, but... Uh, Didn't need a single one. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> Did you encounter a lot of that in high school? I didn't play high school golf. I had um, a little bit. There was one dispute that we got into with Berkeley Prep, who were a bunch of cheating fools back in the day. I don't know about now. But uh, they were giving each other advice, which you're not allowed to do. We warned them. They did it again. And so we had to call them on it, and our coaches almost came to blows. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Indignant, the other coach, which is just unbelievable because we warned them. Hey, I want to I wanna quickly point out, this was not personal against Cole Reagans. He's a Tallahassee kid. No way. Yeah, he is. But I, that's unlucky. Yeah, but the name, the name, it's it's hilarious. You know, you're like, okay, that sounds like a country club kid. Cole's listening to the show right now. He, good luck, Cole. His news on the Knolls. Good, good luck to you, buddy. Why do these guys hate me? Uh, no, we don't. I don't. I've never met you. It's just your name. I don't even know you. <laughs> uh, Cole hey, Reagans pops up his collar too, as he plays in wintertime. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even have to be summer where you where where somebody might like, get a pass for the wrong reason. I'll pop up my color because collar because I don't want to spend thousands of dollars on getting my neck dug into. But he'll do it just because. Uh, I will tell you too, Greg. That uh, no, no, you you want Courtney to be a tight end because there are a lot of people in that room, but not a lot of them can play. And Courtney looks like he can. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Be well, everybody. Have a great day. We'll talk to you on Alabations Friday. Mm-hmm.